Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the monthly or annual plan and also to download a 2021 training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. If you are currently doing an OFAC validation to make sure your vendor is not on one of the U.S. Treasury watch lists, but you are not doing the same for your vendor's bank, keep listening. Welcome to episode 147. Use tincheck.com to validate your vendor's bank is not on a sanctions list. So for those of you that already use tincheck.com to combine the IRS TIN match, the USPS address format and standardization, as well as the Office of Foreign Assets and Control or OFAC, the watch list for your vendors, you may not be aware of another use of the program and that's verifying your vendor's bank is not on the watch list. Um, so maybe you didn't know that you need to verify your your vendor's bank. Well, let's talk about that. So the OFAC sanction list for financial institutions. Well, the U.S. Department of Treasury, um, the OFAC watch list or sanction list include the list of foreign financial institutions subject to correspondent account or payable through account sanctions. And that's the capitalist. Now I will have a link to that uh, in the blog post that will be linked in in the show notes. Now, this list was effective as of March 19th, 2019, and it includes foreign financial institutions subject to correspondent or payable through account section, uh, sanctions pursuant to sanction authorities, including the U- uh, Ukraine Freedom Support Act of 2014, as amended by the Connerine Uh, America's Adversaries Through Sanctions Act, the North Korea Sanctions Regulations, the Iran Freedom and uh, Counterproliferation Act of 2012, 
the Iranian financial sanctions regulations, the Hezbollah financial uh, sanctions regulations, and Executive Order 13846. Well, what does all of that mean? What does payable through account sanctions even mean? Well, a payable through account is a demand deposit account through which banking agencies located in the United States extend check writing privileges to the customers of other institutions, often foreign banks. And the problem is that law enforcement authorities have stated that the risk of money laundering and other illicit activities is higher in payable through accounts um, that are really just not adequately uh, controlled. So what does that mean for you? It means that you need to verify your vendor's bank is not on that sanction list. So now that you know that validation needs to be done, let's look at 10check.com and how it can help. And for those of you that do not use 10check.com, it's a paid um, service. The cost is, is not, uh, is not prohibitive, but it is a paid subscription service where you get so many validations based on the subscription, um, that you purchased. But, what it does is, is it combines that IRS 10 match that you would normally have to go to irs.gov and register and then individually do those lookups um, for your vendors as you're onboarding them or changing them. And then you would have to then traps over to the USPS address uh, uh, website to put in the address and uh get the validated uh, format and standardization for that uh, for that vendor's address. And then you'll have to use whatever tool you use for watch lists. And most folks do have, or most vendor team members are checking for OFAC and either they have their own separate subscription um, or they're checking it right directly on the U.S. Treasury um, website. And so that's at least three different places that you have to go. Let's say you have a new vendor setup, you got to go to three different places to verify that information before you update your vendor master file or before you add them to your vendor master file. And so what 10check.com does is they will consolidate all of those validations with just um, one search. And not just those validations. So it has those, but then it also has additional ones as well. It has um, the social security death master file validation where if you entered in a social security number, they'll make sure that it's not um, on the, or it wasn't currently being, or wasn't used, meaning it'll check and make sure that it's not a social security number uh, from a deceased um uh, person. And so that way, you know, there is no identity theft. But again, only if it's a social security number, if you put an EIN and you get a match, you can disregard that. But it does that. It also does um, the EO select check from the IRS. So if you have a nonprofit uh, vendor, that's yet another search tool on the irs.gov website. Well, it has that in there in 10 check as well. And then it does quite a few um, different validations uh, that you may or may not want, but it has, I think, 42 or 45 different validations. So uh, 10 check does consolidate many of the separate steps for validations that you would normally do 
and really just con uh, consolidates it into one. And good news is that the Foreign Financial Institutions uh, Subject 561 slash capitalist, which is what I read off earlier, is one of the validations included when you subscribe to 10check.com. Now I talk about them all the time. I don't have any relationship with them. I have my own uh, accounts because I um, I provide a five-day vendor master file cleanup for my clients, but I don't I don't have any type of affiliate um, relationship with them. And so I wish I did because I talk about them all the time. But in any event, I do want to talk about how you can perform this validation if you already have 10check.com or if you're thinking about getting it. So if you think you can't perform this validation on 10check.com or you've never thought about it, well, the good news is you can and it's easy. So once you validate your vendor's tax ID, legal name, and address like normal, you would come back up there, hit clear, that resets the form, and then only enter in your vendor's bank name and put that right in the company name, which is the last name field. Then you click run validation as normal. And keep in mind, whatever uh, information you don't key in, the system will just not check that, but it will uh, check the watch list. So if you have, again, just your bank name in there, it's not going to check the IRS 10 match because you didn't put a tax ID in there. It's not going to uh, check USPS um, for address standardization because you didn't put address in there. But again, it will check that uh, name against the watch list. Now, once you um, run or click run validation, it's going to show all of the validations that it checked. And hopefully um, those validations that are in the bottom piece, it's after the 10, it's after the gen, it's after um, the USPS address validation. It's that list of hopefully all green validations, that very long list that that identifies all of the watch lists and a couple other ones that it verifies or validates against. Well, the uh, the 11th on the list is the Foreign Financial Institutions uh, Subject 561 slash capitalist. So it is on there. And if it is green, you're fine. If it is red, then you need to notify your leadership the same way that you would do so if any of the other ones that you hope are always green. Um, if they are red, you would notify your leadership for that. And so uh, 10check.com does provide uh, that validation. And while you can't see it here through the podcast, I do have a visual of keying in um, Bank of America as an example. And then I also have the results where I highlighted um, the 11th uh, validation, which is that uh, sanction list. And so you can click through to the blog post to see that visual. Uh, and then you can see an example. You can see uh, what 10 check returns. 
and it's done. Um, now, you may not have to check every bank. You can create a list of the top 10 or 15 um, U.S. banks, such as Bank of America, even though I use that in my example, um, but Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, etc., that your vendor team really does not need to check. So that can save this extra step, um, but it's such an easy step. It really doesn't hurt to have this validation done for every new vendor setup or um, existing vendor bank change when you're uh, getting or updating vendor bank information. It's really a, uh, it's, it's a very quick and easy step. But if you want to, you can have a list of the top 10 or 15 banks that they don't have to do. But if they have to do them all, it gets them in the um, routine and in your desktop procedures, it can just be what's done uh, every time they have a, um, a vendor, a new vendor with banking or they're changing existing banking. Just saying. All right. So uh, if you want to get help with those 10check.com validations, again, there are 42, 45 different validations. And I will tell you that no, no one that I come in contact with really knows um, what all of those validations are. And not only that, they don't know what happens when or what to do when those validations are red versus green. And so in the uh, example I had with the bank, um, for any validation you run through 10check.com, if you get all of those that are green, all the validations are green, that's ideal. Um, but again, what happens when the green or the good validations turn red where they found matches? You know, does your vendor team know what to do? Or for that matter, if it even matters, that um, validation or watch list or whatever they're checking against, does it even matter for your company or your industry? And so I found that that was one of the frequently asked questions that I was getting all the time. Uh, and so I created a training on 10check.com validations, and that covers the individual lookups. And then it also covers the bulk uh 10 match or the bulk file results uh, that you get because with the bulk upload, um, just the same way you can do with the IRS 10 match on the IRS site, you can do a bulk upload. You can do the same thing on 10check.com. It's going to check the IRS 10 match and then it will also do all of the watch lists as well. And so you get all of that back in the bulk file results. And so I talk about um, both ways, individual lookup and bulk file um, results. And so so I will have a link um, in the blog post to get more information on that training. I actually do that training um, every uh, month. It's either the third or the fourth Wednesday of every month. So if you miss it this month, you can always sign up for next month. And I think I'll keep doing that because there's a lot of interest in it. Because again, no one ever knows what to do um, with those uh, validations if they come back as read. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 147th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.